fucking forget remember it's with the logo the blue chew dot com blue chew dot com promo code tag <laughs> me in brother. tag me in brother scissor me daddy <laughs> uh, keep that in place yep hey absolutely hey 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 hey, uh, hey, hey it's Conrad got that blue chew you look like Conrad fuck you I, I knew honestly... saying that was going to hurt you <laughs> And you did and it I'm anyway. Sorry, I did it. But um, it's, you know, you're both white. I wish I had Conrad's hairline. I would do more with it than he does. He's with a flare. Yeah. Which one? Um, Not Ashley, obviously. That's uh, Megan. 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 I gotta go on a rant here. <laughs> if you name your child Megan, you're purposely being an asshole. <laughs> Not just to me, but to your kid. Megan. The only Megan I care for, Megan Anderson from the UFC. Or Invicta. Okay. Fucking hot. I don't know her. You will know her later. Okay. Why? Oh. Is she coming over? What is... No. She's on my phone. Oh, I see. It sounds weird when I say it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's very... It's Mitt Romney's binders full of women energy. What's he up to? Is he running? No. He's I'm... a Mormon, you know. I do know that. Hey, did you know that... <laughs> you just tagged me in. I just tagged you in. Did you know that Mormons believe in Bigfoot? So, Mount Rushmore. No, no, shut up. Mormons believe in Bigfoot, and they believe... I just learned this. That okay. one, one of my good friends is a former... Uh, a former former Latter-day Saint? A foreman. A former day saint? Yeah. <laughs> a prior day saint. Yeah. Um, Mormons, apparently, uh, believe in Bigfoot, and they believe that Bigfoot is Cain from the Bible. Not the Big Red Not machine. the Big Red machine, no. Got it. No, um, Cain, who, who killed his brother... I've heard of him. A curse to live forever, walk the earth, uh-huh. wander forever, and he's Bigfoot. And apparently he talked to a dude in Tennessee in like 1842 and then followed the Mormons uh, out to Utah and beat the shit out of Joseph Smith's brother. That's a real thing. But wrestling is unbelievable? <laughs> yeah, but wrestling is fake. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. You th- so Harry and the Hendersons. Any, it's a documentary. Any relation to the... <laughs> The Sasquatch. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons, funded by the LDS, for sure, for sure. Big, okay, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Harry. The Yeti. The Yeti. Mm-hmm. The same basic thing? Yeah. Like, the, the Hulk and the fucking guy on the frozen foods. Jolly Green Giant. Same guy? Same species, for sure, species. at least. Species. Like Yoda and Baby Yoda, Grogu. Yeah, yeah. They're the same species. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So before we start, yep. I I think I told you this. I, I can no longer be Scott Halal. You don't want to be Scott Halal. No, I don't, because, no, it's not I don't want to be. It's, that it's already established with someone else someone who's else in the that. wrestling podcasting sphere, the so idea. I cannot be Scott right. Halal. So I suggested Razor Ramadan. I like that. Uh-huh. R.I.P. to the big one. Uh-huh. Uh, I liked what we had before. 
You want to be Curry Graves again? I want to be Curry Graves. Uh-huh. Or <laughs> Curry Gravy. Curry Gravy? Great, you know, curry sauce. What I'm going to go Curry Graves. What about, what about and I, I, I pitch this to you via text. Yes, via. Via text. Um, <laughs> so via duct. The Fast Break Kid, Psalm Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wordy. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> you, you've been watching too much Miss Marvel. You got this Kabbalic hot energy about you. Uh, well, it's because or Bruno, really, because you know. <laughs> Why? Because we're the same species. That's a, a way of saying it. Well, I don't feel comfortable with you saying that. Whites are a species, and well, somehow that is listen, different than uh, listen. Well, if greens can be a species, why can't whites be a species? Because one is realistic and one is not, <laughs> as established. Uh-huh. The LDS, very realistic. Uh-huh. I believe it happened, right? Their, their track record, they're clearly telling the truth, being very straightforward and uh, forthcoming about all their shit. Well, they had this great show called uh, Big Love. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of it? Yeah, Bam, 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 Bigelow. So Mount Rushmore. <laughs> uh, so today is July seventeenth. It's July the seventeenth, twenty twenty-two, and we had initially apparently discussed this episode being the uh, my Magnus op my Magnus opus. Your Magnum dong. That's not it. Magnum opus. Magnum. What did I say? Magnus. You said Magnus. Oh, the Galdus. I thought you were thinking Magneto. Bro, I don't know. You got mutants on the mind. I got... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how'd you not even... Okay. He didn't notice the, the X-Men riff. Cut that out. Um, we were gonna do my magnum opus, the, the, the Phil Brooks episode. Yeah. And then today is July 17th, 2022, 11 years ago, was the uh, Money in the Bank match with uh, one John Felix... Cena. Felix Anthony Cena. Felix Anthony. Wow. Good for him. But I thought... Phoenix Anthony Rafik Cena. I was going to make the same joke. <laughs> so we were going to do that. And then I had thought on the toilet about an hour ago... <laughs> huh? The Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore. Okay. And, and why? I don't really know why I thought of it. Other than I thought it would be a fun topic. It's one you could revisit and you can break it down yeah. into different... Um, well, it is a topic that has gotten a lot of play. People are often asked about what is your... I mean, Conrad asks people all the time. Just talk about people in the wrestling yeah. podcast space. But it's gotten to... I mean, they've mentioned it on WWE programming, right? They've talked about... Ask people who their Mount Rushmore Got it. is. I, I was like, are you asking me to remember or watch WWE no. now? Because no, no, that's no. not happening. No, no, I'm saying that they have that has been a talking point. Gotcha. People, has like when John Cena came back mm-hmm. to face Roman Reigns, was it last year? Or the SummerSlam year 2021, yep. So when John Cena came back, I feel like I can hear Michael Cole in my head saying, John Cena's got to be on the Mount Rushmore of WWE. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like... I don't know that anybody has ever sat down, looked dead down the barrel of the camera, and been like, Bruno Sammartino, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Roman Reigns. Like, yeah. I don't think that happened. But no. it's implied 
it exists, the idea exists in the sphere. I mean, there's a Mount Rushmore for literally anything, yeah, right? But we Basketball, also, baseball, you name it. But we talked about in the uh, the episode early on about the top face. Yeah. The guy, the face of the company. Mm-hmm. That started out as an out-of-kayfabe discussion, and now it's an in-kayfabe. Yes. It's mm-hmm. people on the show talk about aspiring to be that. So it's in a very similar way. You kind of... It's implied that if you're one, you're on the other. Yeah. Right? But that's not necessarily the case. I feel like a lot of times when people are talking about the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, they're talking about the most notable or most successful, mm-hmm. biggest, you know, most it's drawing power. Maybe, right, right. Yeah. But there's a lot that goes into it. At the end yeah. of the day, it's very personal. Yes. Which we, it's been, you're getting at it, I think, which is, well, how do we define what the Mount Rushmore is supposed to be? What qualities... Right. So if you look at the original Mount Rushmore, you see that a lot can go into it because the original Mount Rushmore, obviously it's U.S. presidents. You've yeah. got George Washington, who is the first president. Yes. Who also led the Continental Army during our War of Independence. You've got Thomas Jefferson, who doubled the size of the country with the Louisiana Purchase. Also slave owners. Yep, both and of slave them. owner. Both of them. Abraham Lincoln, not a slave owner, but a slave freer, kind of, technically. But also saved the country during a civil war. The South will rise again. Yeah, if you say so. Uh, I've said yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to say it. Um, <laughs> and Theodore Roosevelt, who uh, was a, a personal friend of the guy who made the mountain. So there are m- multiple ways. Oh, then I, know the, I know the answer here then. <laughs> it's Bruno. It's Hunter. Uh-huh. He's a teddy in this case. Right. Just got he knows the guy who knows the guy. Right. So it doesn't that, necessarily mean... that is mean, a pretty accurate description of their relationship at this point. He knows the guy. He's back. And I quote, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's back. He's, he's running NXT again. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the facial expression that you just pulled was very much the facial expression that Triple H, I'm sure, is <laughs> feeling about running NXT again. Are we going to have uh, his friend Mark on? Undertaker? No. His friend Mark. Just the general the Mark. personification? Yeah, Mark, my guy. He mentioned Mark on TV that one time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, are Mount Rushmore for wrestling, the, the, the characteristics, the qualities, right? I would say, and this is where we can agree or disagree, right, is um, historical significance. Yes. Right? I think casual fan... Acknowledgement or, or with no within the casual audience. You call it stature, just like stature, recognizability, cultural currency. Okay, Cultural, yeah, okay. Crossover appeal. Yep. Drawing power, significance, mm-hmm. and then does work rate ever come into the equation? Well, the argument is that if these guys have the other three things, they can't be the dirt worst. They must be able to work in some way. Because this brings up a whole other conversation of what does it mean to work, right? What does it mean to be a great wrestler? Because theoretically, if you've got the other three down, you must yep. be pretty good at wrestling as far yes. as wrestling being just the sum total of these skills yeah. and you know this performance art in general. Now, it may not mean that you've got great 
catch-as-catch-can skills mm-hmm. may not mean that you could put on a 60-minute Broadway, yep. but theoretically, if you've got the other three things, whatever you are doing in the ring it's, is working. It's passable. At, right. at the very least, Hulk Hogan, well, passable. Hulk, yeah, Hulk Hogan, not a great... Technician. Technical, yeah, technician, but obviously... His work did not detract from all the other stuff, and people were into his matches. All the other stuff. The racism? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, the other three things uh, you I just said. My bad. I was stuck. If, you ha- if your wrestling, however that manifests, gets you the notoriety, the money, and the longevity, yes. then there must be something to it. You can't really say... You're a bad wrestler, yeah. Because wrestling obviously encompasses more than just hold for hold. Mm-hmm. It's selling, emoting, crowd control, mm-hmm. improvisation. So, yeah, I would say if you want to call it performance instead of work rate, yes, because work rate implies a kind of mechanical aptitude, yes. And I think that's maybe the least important part. What about longevity? Longevity is important, I think. I don't think you can be on the all-time great list if your run is like the blink of an eye. What's the blink of an eye? Because Austin was only on top for you know several years. Yeah, every, all of these things are rock. Also, probably even, actually probably less. So that that when I mean longevity, that's kind of what I'm referring to is like. Steve Austin in like four years is, you know, a way bigger star than Roman Reigns has been on top for fucking ten years. Right. Or but however many years it's been. He's over still. But would he have been over again? Would he have been over at year seven? Right. Because we knew, we know sure. that by the end of the run, because they turned him heel and whatever else, and the company was going down anyways. He um, probably was still the most over guy, but he was, in comparison to when he was the most hot, was cooling down. So longevity, does that matter? And I would say, in my mind, it, you have to be at least on top for like, or on top, for like two years. Two years. Because, with the case of Rock and Austin, they left. Yeah. Well, we're talking about something now where, and when I'm talking about longevity, I'm talking about Goldberg or Warrior. You know, somebody who, like, got super hot peaked and it was just, that's like, fair. had nothing else yeah. to offer. Well, I'm yeah. glad that we're talking about this. It's like, that's, I agree with you. But also, now we're getting into another topic where we're talking about how well something is, you know, how good something is objectively versus mm. how successful it is. I mean... Can we say the Mc? Can we say that McDonald's makes a really good hamburger? Uh, uh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, McDonald's makes a really successful hamburger. They do. So, you would have to say, I guess, if you were making a Mount Rushmore of hamburgers, mm-hmm. that the Big Mac's got to be on it, right? Because yes. it's the biggest selling hamburger in history. More people have eaten it. Mm-hmm. It's the most profitable hamburger of all time. Sure. Is it a good hamburger? It's an interesting question. Yes. I think that has to be part of it, and it's part of the consideration, but I don't think 
if you're going for your your overall Mount mm-hmm. Rushmore, right, of hamburgers or wrestlers. If, Some of them look like hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them look like hot dogs. Hogan looks like a hot dog. He does look like a hot dog. But if Hulk Hogan is like the Big Mac, uh-huh. right, and I think that's a fair enough comparison. Yes. Right? It's Quality is not very good, but people really love it. For some, for some reason. reason, yes. <laughs> and so the Big Mac, I would say, would have to be on the Mount Rushmore of hamburgers just because of how successful it is and yes. how profitable it is. This way that I think you'd have to put Hulk Hogan on a Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, right? But then I don't think you should then put on the Whopper. Because where you have the Big Mac, it's right. the same thing. Right, right. Oh, okay. So you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think it should be... Hogan, and then Warrior, and then, you know, like similar guys. I think, even if you want to say, like, the prototypical WWE Mm babyface, right? So if Hogan's on there, maybe Cena shouldn't be on there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think to be fair and to really encompass the width and breadth of what wrestling is, I would do... Hogan and, say, Flair before I did Hogan and Cena. Okay. Because they're very close to the same... Understood. The same beast. Okay. Okay. Just a... Obviously, this all will come down to our own experiences watching wrestling, how much we are... How much knowledge we may have. We joked earlier about, can we do like a New Japan one? And like, right, because, do we really have the knowledge for that? Because we, we follow New Japan now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know shit from like fucking before 2015. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know shit about fuck about like 90s New Japan or like the like the dark era before Tanahashi. Yeah. Where. Um, I know about it. I've heard about it. Where Enoki's like bringing in fucking. Shoot fighters. Shoot fighters yeah. to beat up his workers. I do want to watch that one day. I mean, that, yeah. that sounds so fucking weird. I, on paper mm-hmm. or in, in in theory, not against that idea, but uh, I mean, apparently it went poorly. Yeah, um, we got Nakamura out of it. What's he doing now? Fucking nothing. But I mean, Inoki, you might say he's up there probably. Um, I would have to say, and if we're talking about just like a general global, there's wrestling in more than just the United States, right? Would you say it's a global force? I would say so. So, Karen Jarrett, obviously. Of course. Uh, I've no. seen her body. Really? She's got some photos on the internet, I think. Okay. So, on a global stage... On a global stage, it's got to be El Santo. Yes. Right? El Santo is... The most famous mass wrestler, luchador yeah, ever? I mean, yeah. El Santo is, in Mexico... Godzilla and Doctor Who and fucking Batman and James yeah. Bond and all that shit as well as being a wrestler. Yes. So, yes, El Santo has got to be on there. I think Hulk Hogan for just being kind of sure. what people think of, at least in the U.S. when you talk about wrestling. Yes. I think probably Inoki. Okay. Right, for being the progenitor and forefather of Japanese wrestling. Yep. And... Fourth spot. I, I know who my fourth is. Who would it be? And it's gonna be, I know you said global, right? Yeah. I'm gonna just go with the fucking uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, you think so? Who is the Who is bigger than him? Well, Who's a bigger wrestling star with wrestling roots mm-hmm. for the last 
20 years? Right? He left in 2004. Right. He's been in Hollywood pretty consistently all throughout. He hasn't, like, gone down in stature. He's only gone up. Right. I would have... He owns the XFL. (laughs) What's he doing with that? I would say... I would have to say that my number four would probably have to be Flair. Okay. Because Flair then represents sort of the other side of the mm-hmm. North American wrestling tradition. Okay. Sure. I get that. Right. The uh, the work rate, the blood and guts, the... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So you're saying Flair because he represents the other side of pro wrestling that may be a Hogan. Yeah, because Hogan is the... Hogan is the the WWE yes. style or philosophy mm-hmm. writ large. Yeah. Flair is the heir of the the NWA, the traveling champion. Yes. The the working all these different styles, the sixty minute draws, like that kind of thing. And if you don't want to do Flair, it should be another. I would argue it should be another NWA champion, Harley Race yeah. or Eluthez, maybe. Sure. I don't, mean, I don't mean to interrupt, but have you just established your global Mount Rushmore? Did you just sort of do that with El Santo, Anoki, Hogan, and Flair? Yeah, I'm going to say Flair slash Luthez slash... So just the NWA. <laughs> and it, and the NWA, NWA title is on the fucking Mount Rushmore. Yes, Okay. It switches around like Manny faces it's from Billy, It's Billy Corgan's face. Yes. Right? William Patrick Corgan. His middle name is Patrick. Yeah. He looks like a pumpkin head. Do I, I think that because of the band? Smashing pumpkin head? He's got a bulbous head. He needs to get some help. <laughs> uh, so that is your... Would you yeah, say that's for, where you land? For, for, the sake of, for the sake of streamlining this, yes. I'm going to say Hogan, Flair, Endoki, El Santo. Okay. Globally. Okay. I I take your list. I replaced Flair with Dwayne. Okay. And I think that... I don't even know if The, if the Rock is a good wrestler anymore. I, I don't remember. <laughs> he wasn't bad. I would just say, the reason I wouldn't do... Dwayne. I wouldn't do Dwayne instead of Flair is that I would rather do Dwayne instead of Hogan. Because he's very much just like a perfected Hogan. You know what I mean? I I can see that. I can see that. He's the, I mean, even as far as transitioning into being a movie star, they tried that shit with Hogan and it didn't work. So, Dwayne is very much just the improved, he's Hogan 2.0. And guess what? Yeah. The skin color. That's right. Perfected that as well. It's natural. (laughs) That's right. They don't have to to grease him up and and bake him. Look like a hot dog. Yep. Um, Okay. So, I I think we, we established a global sort of Mount Rushmore. Right. Now let's go into WWE slash F mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore. Uh-huh. I, I think I have my list. Okay. Now, is this all time? Like for the last 70 years? Let's go from up until 2010. Up until 2010. Okay. So, so like that cat that scene is part of that. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Randy's, I guess you could say part of that if you really wanted to put Randy there, but up until 2010. Okay. So, if it's all of WWE history, 
up until 2010. You'd be hard-pressed to say that you shouldn't do top guys. Because now, if it's not global, we're just talking about... Yeah, it's like, yeah. but again, I want to I emphasize that influence, for me, is part of this, right? So You're just trying to get Sean on this list. Yeah, actually I am. Yeah. Because, to me, Shawn Michaels, for what pro wrestling is... Yeah, for sure. I would say it's more influential than a number of other people, we and, could say. Yeah, anybody like our age and younger mm-hmm. wanted to be Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is more influential than John Cena. Yes. That's what I mean, right? So For sure. Yeah, there are people who want to be, who want to have John Cena's spot. And body. And body, right? Or, I don't know if they do. I think they realize they have to have John Cena's yeah. body. But I think when a lot of them are working on their, you know, their in-ring style, mm. they want to be Shawn Michaels. The artistry of it is right. Shawn Michaels. Right. The, maybe the popular, popularity spot might be John Cena. Right. And there's something to that because Shawn Michaels did not draw a lot of money. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> one of the... I mean, people rag on on uh, on Big Kev, but yeah. Sean, his uh, the company was in the toilet when he was on top too. Yeah. And even though the match quality went up significantly yes. with Sean on top versus Diesel on top, mm-hmm. uh, didn't really help. Yeah. So as a as an artiste, yeah, and and now that if you wanted to widen it even further, yeah, there's even more people who are sort of the heirs of Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Because, we've talked about this previously, the PWG style is clearly Shawn Michaels yep. up a couple notches. And if for whatever reason you don't know what the Shawn Michaels style is, just watch an Adam Cole or Johnny Gargano match, and that's basically what it is, okay? it It's updated. It's a bit more hippie, uh, flippy-dippy. Mm-hmm. In, in um, false finishes, mm-hmm. but that's basically what the Shawn Michaels style has become. It's athletic. It's dynamic. It's emotive. It is focused on it's cardio selling. in there. Yeah, cardio for sure. Yep. It's focused on selling, making your opponents yep. look like a million bucks, yep. and just the philosophy is trying to have the best match. If you will, steal the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As, as then, Dolph Ziggler might And say. then as Sean said in the documentary, Heartbreak and Triumph, follow that! <laughs> I think that's what he said. I believe that's what he said. Uh, that was not a good Shawn Michaels voice, by the way. My eyes are not crossed. It, was... <laughs> it wasn't bad. Thanks, it, was, it was a pretty good show. Listen. Um... So, WWF, Mount Rushmore, prior to 2010... You want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Shawn Michaels, uh, for all the reasons uh, established already. Steve Austin. Hulk Hogan. And while I am not a fan of this individual... You're going to say The Undertaker. No. Who's trying to be The Undertaker? Well... Besides white nationalists. (laughs) What I'm saying is... 
if you want to talk about longevity and you want to talk about being over constantly and drawing money and working with the top guys the whole time, it's the Undertaker. He's a constant main event presence. Can for I tell you my my, years. my controversial, not so controversial take on Taker? Yeah, take on Taker. Uh huh. That's a new podcast. Is he's not that good. His promo sucked. I didn't say he was good. No, I know that. That's why he's not on my list. Uh, his promos were never good. Okay, mm-hmm. he's all entrance. He didn't have good matches until fucking 2006. <laughs> yeah, until 30 years in. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, I think, never really put anyone over. What, Batista? Uh, Brock when he didn't need it. Okay, yeah. Brock, Batista. Uh, Angle beat him clean in 2006. It's so a good match, by the way. 30-year career, and he's maybe put over like four people. That seems kind of not great. <laughs> His backstage legacy, uh, Rustler's Court, go fuck yourself, as, uh, as as Phil said. Yeah. The biggest small dick energy thing. Uh, <laughs> Ten years on my list, but that's not who I was going to say. Triple but H? I actually like Triple H. I was going to say Bruno. Bruno, okay. Again, not a fan. I wouldn't want to watch his matches, but I understand... The influence, longevity, etc. That he would probably... And if we're using the real Mount Rushmore... Yeah. He's like one of the first champions, right? Yep. It, it kind of needs to be there. But that's that's my list. Sean, Bruno, Austin... Hogan. Hogan. You said. Alright. I'm gonna say... If you, if you fucking say Bret Hart, please... <laughs> I know you said top guys and FTR top guys. <laughs> I get it. Well, you said 2010, and he did have his great, great run as U.S. champion oh, in 2010. Man. So. What a match he had. Huh? <laughs> Remember with, that? With his really long Kevin Smith jeans, shorts. Why just, just wear jeans? Right. <laughs> he was like... Or basketball shorts. They were like fucking 12 inches longer than Cena's. They're like, By the way, the most 2010 clothing choice you could make. They were like Miz shorts when he was wearing those. Yeah. <laughs> Both chick magnets. Yeah, that's true. Just like Punk. Punk is a bit of a man whore. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the next podcast episode. <laughs> uh, so. Okay. I think you are 100% correct to have Bruno on the. We don't talk about Bruno, but. <laughs> Not from his Marvel. No. Uh, but Bruno, I think, absolutely deserves to be there because in terms of influence. Yes. You wouldn't have any of the other top guys. You wouldn't have Cena. You wouldn't have Hogan. You wouldn't have. He's, would... the, he's the archetype, right? Like he's the prototype, whatever. Right, right. Of the top guy who carries the territory. Yeah. Who's champion, uh, if not consistently for years, always a guy to go back to. Yeah, and for what it's worth, when Vince had that sit-down interview with Bob Costas like twenty yep. years ago. Bob Costas asked him, like, if, you know, wrestling trading cards were a thing, what would be the, you know, the wrestling trading card that you would, mm-hmm. that you would keep? And Vince said Bruno, yeah. which kind of tells you everything you need to know about how he thinks of Bruno in terms of that company. The company, to put it this way, the company has been built around the ghost of Bruno for pretty much as long as it's been in existence. One day I want to do a podcast about the lack of importance of the main guy now 
and then how that correlates with just how society has gone, where everything is fragmented, and there is no Beatles. There are no, like, these acts that are so uh, right, all-encompassing. T- there's too much stuff. Yeah. And that, in, in a way, that's good, and in a way, that's not good, right? Like, I don't... I think it's actually good that there's not a one main top star. The death of... Well, we talked about this a little bit in our episode about Top Guys, yeah. but it's the death of the monoculture, right? There's no more Friends. Right? There's no more Seinfeld. I, I, I literally thought you said, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> like, it's over. <laughs> because of what you just said, you and I are done professionally. About Bruno? <laughs> yeah. That's why we don't talk about Bruno. Yes. So, Bruno San Martino. Yes. I think... It has to be Austin. Mm-hmm. Theory. Austin Theory. Right, right. Well, you said... Aries? I don't think Austin Theory... Ace. You said prior to 2010, and I don't think Austin Aries or Austin Theory was born yet, so it can't be him. Steven Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bruno San Martino. Like you, I will have to say Shawn Michaels. The Fast Break Kid. The Fast Break Kid. And I guess I'm going to say Cena. Because... Of how central Cena was to them for so long. Cena's run on top was longer than Austin's and Hogan's put together. Yeah. And Bruno's. I mean, Cena, I mean, he wasn't champion for seven years straight, but he certainly was the guy Mm -hmm. for that long. And he changed with the times. And in terms of just comporting himself... As a top guy and a face of that company, I don't know that the company could have asked for a better face who could have done what he did better than him Yeah. in terms of the constant media appearances, the constant make-a-wish. Mm-hmm. Like, for how long he was there, he never shit his pants in public, never made himself look bad, never made the company look bad. Mm-hmm. Austin and Hogan sure did. I realized why Brett had those shorts. They were like Cena shorts. Yeah, but they were longer than Cena's. Well, he's shorter. He's older. You <laughs> shrink when you get older. So, yeah, I think Cena was on top longer than the other top guys and never fumbled in the way that the other top mm-hmm. guys did. So he may not have ever reached the peak of, like, how white-hot over they were, but what he did, the job that he did, and for how long he did it, I think counts for some. I, mean, I, I agree. He's on my list, but... You I see my... Yeah. Um... So, that's four? That's four. Okay. Should we do 2010 to now? You want to wait? You want to save that for later? Well, then we might as well just do current 2010 to now. Yeah, okay. So, this week... Oh, just WWF, right? Yeah. D, whatever it's called. Cena? <laughs> I think Cena's on that list. Cody? Cody? For the last... 12 years. Yeah. He's been gone for six of them. Yeah. Who's bigger than Cody? More influential. He has, he's had good matches. He's, was he? Three-star Cody? Very few of them were there. Yeah, yeah, I get that, but he's <laughs> down there now. Get there. You know, it works. You can't say, you can't say that Ric Flair should Mount Rushmore because of all those great matches he had in the NWA. See, Cody doesn't count? I mean... You can say Cody if you want, but I'm going to say it's fucked up. I mean, like, who else? You dropped your phone. I know I did. God, it's so hard. Because, well, you know, my, my impulse is to put Puck there. Yeah. But, but he's, he was gone four years in. Yeah. So I think part of the problem is that we can't see the forest for the trees, right? Because we're still in it. 
It's not getting any better, though. It's not getting any better, right. But in when it's over, when we look back and all these guys are retired yep. and their careers are completed, it'll be a little easier I got it. I got it. Say. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Cena, Danielson, Punk, Roman. Done. I'm going to say Cena, AJ, Roman, and Brock. Ooh, you go, you're right. Okay, okay. What did I say? Cena, Danielson, Punk, and Roman? Yeah. I take out Roman and put Brock. <laughs> because if you think about it, the way I look at it is, in the last 12 years, who are the, you know, the biggest stars? Who have the most memorable stories, feuds, mm-hmm. and what would the company be without them? Right. And it's like, well, Cena, like... Obviously, we don't have to add anything about Cena. Where, where is this company without Brock? Right. Now, that's good and bad, by the way. Right. But where is this company without Brock? What's WrestleMania 30 without Danielson? Right. Or, or Punk leaving, for that matter? What was 2011? Because if you remember the WWE in 2010, not the greatest product of the, the world. I might have to I might have to put in Punk if... Instead of AJ, because of what we were saying about uh-huh. Sean previously. Yep. Because without Sean, you wouldn't have so many of the modern guys. If sure. Without Punk, there wouldn't be any of the NXT or Ring of mm-hmm. Honor guys. I think the point, your point about AJ, I don't disagree with AJ, but I also think if this was 2017, yeah. we had this conversation, I would be like, yes. But The work he's done in the last six months has been great. Like, he hasn't done much, right? Like, he had the title reign, he lost it, and then he's been pretty much, like, kind of, like, mid-card, upper-mid-card, doing a whole lot of nothing, right? And I think that's a disservice to him, but also, if we're talking about arguments as to, you know, the Mount Rushmore, I would say it's, it's hurt his candidacy. Right. I could see that. And I think Punk Danielson is a package deal. In terms of your point about the influence on NXT and all the signings that came out came up after. Well, I don't think Danielson would have gotten in if Punk hadn't gotten in first. Okay. That's my I would say Danielson was more popular than Punk. Yeah, but I don't think Punk is what br- bursts the dam of all the indie guys. We've talked about this yeah. in another episode previously where, like, before Punk, the only guy who had done Ring of Honor that they had was Brent Albright. Did they have Matt Seidel? Not before Punk. Okay. I don't think. Because Punk was there 2007, right? In 06. ECW? 06, yeah. Yeah, so Punk was there. Fucking, like, they, the, the ink was not yet dry on the move back to the USA Network, and Punk is there. Yeah, yeah. Go, go through your list again. Brock, Brock, Punk, Cena, and Roman. Okay. I am tempted to put Roman on there, but I don't think Roman really has ever met, even now, has ever met the the push he was given. Like, he's not at that level. And, and part of this is they kept fucking pushing him. Yeah. And, and never, you know, turned him heel until like a... Two years ago, 
Uh, damn, it's almost been two years. Um, so he's not there, but a worthy alternate uh, choice. Okay. It is an interesting question. What does this company look like without Brock? Without Brock to fall back on. That's what it is, right? It's it's for Brock uh, to have Brock to fall back on. It's uh, the fact that Brock has steamrolled pretty much everyone with a couple of exceptions. He's the uh, in case of emergency. Yeah, the emergency lever, right? Yeah, like he, and him. but they pull it pretty frequently. <laughs> so <laughs> it might it might that might mean something to me, right? right. Like maybe you're in a in a state of emergency. Yeah. And the the foundations are like rotting out. Right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just spitballing. Um interesting we both did not say Randy. Randy has been I've I've stated my opinion about Randy Orton many times. He is quietly and kind of uninterestingly excellent. Uh-huh. And he seems bored with it, which makes it hard to not be bored with him. Yeah. Because he's been doing this at the highest, highest level since he was like 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With very little uh, interesting character development. Right, except when he's having when he's interested himself. Yes, but he's working in a boring company, so it doesn't happen very often. Alternate reality, him and AEW, what would happen? We're not to talk about it now. I I literally have no fucking idea what a he be Christian cons- a consistently interesting Randy Orton. Would he would be Christian. I don't know if he if his promos would be as good as Christian, but... No, 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 but, like, this sort of, like... You saw the promo Christian cut on, like, how many matches... Da, da, da. Yeah. And I had, you know, like, this idea Fucking that... brutal, yeah. yeah. How many matches have you ever had that people talked about for more than a day afterward? Yeah, exactly. That is a tangent, but... Um, we didn't say Randy, because we both agree, kind of a boring performer when he's not engaged, so why would I be engaged? Right. And he's had moments. I thought that 2009, you know, Viper, Kissing Stephanie stuff was enjoyable. Smooth, hairless Randy. Love that Randy. He was my favorite wrestler at the time. Smooth, hairless Randy without the wrist tape? Yeah. That was my guy for like a year. And then just he lost to Triple H. And yep. <laughs> I don't know what else happened. Legacy. Yep. That's what happened. Um... Yeah, so, no Randy. Any other notable, like, people we didn't add or consider? Uh, no Undertaker? No Taker. No Kane? I mean, I know why that's notable, but, like... Neither one of us said Angle. No, yeah, we didn't. No, well, this t- this TNA. No Edge? No Edge. I'm not the biggest fan of Edge. I loved Edge back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, I still like Edge as a performer, but he's in the wrong company to be doing anything interesting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Again, him and, him and Christian in AEW doing this kind of, like, bitter, grizzled veteran tag yeah. team thing? Come on. It would be much more interesting than... Nope, don't say their name! What? Oh, uh, what are you going to say? I was going to say Edge and Christian as a sort of just hateful Canadian dads... Yes. ...would be 
and like a a two man power trip yep. kind of thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to Christian cutting an awesome promo and then Paul Bearering for Luchasaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind the Paul Bearering though. No, he's good at it. Yeah, but it would be, I think, more compelling if you had them as an actual tag team. And plus, also, can, can we get can we get Edge and Christian versus FTR, please? You know what I? So when I yelled about a minute ago, I was like, don't even! Uh-huh. I thought you were gonna say the Hardys. No, like they would have way better matches with the Bucks. Yeah, for sure, because they can still move. They can still go. Yeah. They can move. Um, Literally go in terms of like if you put them on the ground, they can go yeah. in a direction. Um, and we never did do a pun and edge. Never really got that match. No, I know that they did. They did a triple threat with Jeff. It was the day that was the day after Masawa died. Edge also a couple days after. Uh, they did have at least one singles match. It was a Money in the Bank match. You, yeah. Okay. Um. So no Edge, no Randy, no Angle, no Eddie. No Eddie. No yeah. Ray. Well, Ray's an issue that they don't push him. Right. He should be, but he's and he is influential, but they clearly never got serious with him. Seth. Neither one of us said Seth. Now neither one of us really likes Seth. I mean I like his wife. She <laughs> I like seems his wife. nice. Yeah. Seth's I, Seth's in ring is great. I have no complaints about his in-ring. I like his matches. It's I know. Just, it's, it's him. It's his... It's every, that match with Cody at Mania. Uh, spoiler, if you didn't watch WrestleMania or in a coma. Um, it's a pretty good match. Yeah. But he's dressed like a fool. It's a gimmick. I don't even know what the gimmick is. It's like the Joker. But like stupid. It's not uh, like the Joker. He's had... He's not had a good gimmick... In my opinion, since like the the shield gimmick, that's like eight years ago. I mean, he did okay as the just sort of like burn it down like babyface. Like I was okay for Mania in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't really a character. Yeah, he was just a good wrestler. Yeah, but that's like kind of when I enjoyed him the most. <laughs> but that's who he is. Yeah, like, like sometimes you need to know this. Like, what makes this person compelling? He's a good wrestler, and he's, like, likable enough. We don't need to do much else. Right? That's that's how I feel. Anyway. Um, so no Seth, no Dean. Uh, we did Roman. Um, any glaring? I don't think so. We would have more if they did stuff with NXT. Yes. Yeah, those guys, like were used well, they would have maybe been on this list. But, like, none of them really were. Yeah, most of the newer guys were fed to the guys who were already there in 2010. Yeah. Which is laughable. Yeah. Um, Even the guys who have done well and are still there, like... Who? KO. Uh-huh. Um, Finn. Like, there's always a spot for those guys. Yeah. But like they should leave. <laughs> yes, they should. There's so there's always a spot for those guys, but mm-hmm. like they were never they were never the guy. Right. Never uh, like Finn was a top top a top act for like a month. And hurt himself. Yep. Kevin has been 
near the top a couple of times, but always brought back down. I mean, Sammy's great, but Sammy's never been a taken serious. I've seen people. I've seen people say that Sammy should be the one to beat Roman because it's like oh, it's the only outcome that makes sense. Like, there's no outcome that makes sense because there's no plan. There's no fucking X. Well, okay, so I'm not against the idea of Sammy beating Roman, but there there is like there needs to be a like eight month storyline of like taking where Sammy is at now to try to rehab him so that he would be a serious contender. He's not a serious contender. He's great. You know, Sammy for Syria until the day I die. <laughs> but, yeah, they don't for have... a life. Well, look For life. So, yeah. I mean, I, um, I think Cody... Again, Cody's on this list, but it may be like an AEW list. Yeah. Which... Which we should probably get to, because we're almost at an hour. Oh, my God. All right. AEW... I should say Four Horsemen. The Mount Rushmore of AEW... Mm-hmm. This one's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you know yours? He's like, by the way, th- why this is interesting is that it seems pretty straightforward. <laughs> like, what it should be. And I wouldn't necessarily say that it, it is that list. Well, also, AEW, <laughs> we haven't done any tag teams yet. And, I mean... I mean, uh, Young Bucks... <laughs> They kind of have to be, right? Yeah. And it kind of has to be both of them as a single unit. Yeah. So this one would be a five-person right. Rushmore. Okay. It's it's Matt and Nick Jackson stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. as, like, Teddy Roosevelt. It'll be it'll be Nick's face and Matt's hair. <laughs> the, the ultimate buck. The ultimate buck, yeah. And Papa Buck is somewhere in the back. Uh, so the young bucks, no shit, duh. I mean, the, the company is very tag team focused. They're a tag team. The stuff I like and the stuff I don't like about AEW is all their fault. So, it's not all their fault. A lot of it is their fault. They're, you can't blame them for the Cody segments. But I know what you mean. But there's stuff that they probably the AEW style. Yes, you're not the biggest fan of of that all the time. Right. Yeah. It wears thin. Uh, in my opinion. And it's like, it's their style. Like Nick's hair. Right. So I think it's got to be the Young Bucks. I think... Moxley. Okay. I think... Hangman. Mm-hmm. And I think... So sorry to Cody, but it's MJF. Wow. Okay. Okay. I want to give my list first. Okay. The Bucks. Yeah. Hangman. Yeah. Cody. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm, I'm torn between MJF and Omega. Right? Because I don't think as, as much as he's a clearly like an integral part... I don't think AEW is Omega's story. It is the Hangman story. It is the MJF story. Omega was already established. He's too late to the game. And I think what we've what we know at least about his recovery is like not great. Like he doesn't have too much left in the tank. I don't know how much of that is a work, but I know what you mean, yeah. But even if he's 
fucking yeah. He's like the same. He's the same age as Moxley, right? Pretty much. Again. He's like the same age as Moxley, right? Roughly, yeah. But his style is much harder on him physically. At the very least, he doesn't have too much longer as the Kenny Omega we know. Mm-hmm. Like he'll have to change his style up yes. significantly. So the Kenny Omega that we got against Okada mm-hmm. in Japan is not going to be around for too much longer. No. Arguably, no. already isn't around. The question then is, Kenny already peaked in AEW, and if he has, then can you put him on the list? I don't think the Kenny Omega story is an interesting one without Hangman. Right, he doesn't have an arc. No. I mean, besides the... He wasn't champion for, like, the first year, right? But then he became champion, so that's the arc. That's, yeah. So, all right. So, Bucks, for me. Bucks, Hangman, Cody, MJF. Okay. No Moxley for you. No Moxley for me. In a year... This is this is the rabbit hole now. In one year, what does this list look like? In one year, at the very least, I don't think you could justify keeping Cody on there at Mox's expense. Yeah, I agree. I think in a year... We'll see where the contract stuff goes, but MJF is... Needs to be on everyone's list. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, by all accounts, like a... The generational talent. Generational talent. Homegrown, for the most part. And if he stays... I mean, it's him and Paige, right? Like, him, Paige, and... They say Jungle Boy, right, in a couple of years, but... At least Paige and, and MJF are, like, fully formed. Like, they are... They're there. Like, there's no more seasoning that needs to be... It needs to be done. So, no, Cody comes back. Yeah. Which I think he is. I think, I, I suspect as well, but. I think this is the Cody story. Which is, you know, the the, the belief for some people is like, well, he always, he always wanted to go back. And so, like, you know, he, what does the young punk say? This was never going to be romantic enough for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And I'm like, mm, whatever. I I think the story is, he goes back, he becomes champion, and then he goes back. Uh-huh. He goes back to AEW. That's it's Tony Khan's company, but it's it's the elite's company. He's in the elite, or he was in the elite. I think, I think he'll be back. But um, it's funny that part of me also under the Corey, 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 Cody. Story, Corey, Curry Graves, is this idea of like, um, what's, what's, what's the way I want to phrase this? The spirit of AEW informs the Mount Rushmore, right? So, right. Cody's spirit is the AEW, it's me, is the, kind of the AEW spirit. AEW wouldn't exist if WWE was good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And anyone who says otherwise is fucking stupid. They they have monopoly. Yeah. For nearly twenty years. I mean, not counting, you know. Oh, today. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, it was you know, monopoly. Hey, what's your uh, what's your your TNA? Okay, uh, Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Sting. 
That was fast. Yeah, because who else is there? I gotta put Jeff Jarrett on there. For the same reasons that Triple H is not on any of our lists, is the same reason Jeff Jarrett's not on the list. Okay, but Jeff Jarrett, if you could put Bruno on there, you could put Jeff Jarrett on the, the TNA one. <sighs> the company would not exist without him. Who is a fan <laughs> of Jeff Jarrett? Nobody, but that's so the point. People are fans of Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. You're going to have a heart attack. I'm a fan of a man who just had a heart attack. Triple H. That's where I was going with that, by the way. You fucking interrupted me with a heart attack. Heart attack? Heart attack. I get your point. I would not put Jeff Jarrett there. Okay. Well, I would. I would say Jeff Jarrett, Kurt Angle, AJ, and... I'm going to say Sting over Samoa Joe because yeah. they squandered that man. Yes, they did. Samoa Joe should have been ten times bigger than he was. Honestly, we're talking about all men. We haven't mentioned any women yet. What's the problem there? That, for a long time, you, you might want to say Gail Kim or Awesome Kong because... Oh, for TNA? I yeah. think like in general. No, in terms of... TNA, for a long time, you could point to the Knockouts division as sure. kind of the best thing they had. Mm-hmm. TNA had a women's revolution fucking 10 years before WWE did. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the first place that women's wrestling got taken seriously in North America. Yes. So I think maybe I would substitute Sting for Awesome Kong or Gail Kim. I think that's... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also then we have to go, uh, go back and say in the last... If we're considering women as well, then... Which we should never, ever consider women. All right. But what I'm saying is, if we're talking about WWE in the last 10 years, it's got to be Becky, right? Becky or, or uh, I mean, Charlotte, even though you know she's controversial. But Becky got over in a way that... Yes. Becky's got more over than Roman did in fucking yes. 12 years yep. of, of pushing him. But Be- Becky, you know, Becky's getting over was that she was the... It's like uh, bridesmaid, never the bride, right? Like she was the. Uh, uh, if Charlotte wasn't available, right? Or or they're pushing Charlotte and they're ignoring, neglecting this other person. It's the Daniel Bryan thing, right? Like, right. And she had her moment, just like Brian did. Yes. And five years actually, later, and they went with her. Actually, right. instead of Brian, where they kind of went with him and then kind of did it. And then, I mean, they kind of did. They. I mean, he got injured, and then they. Uh, I mean, he was in a pro- program with Kane. Kane. Yeah, but I was going to say they kind of did with her. Like, they yeah. they clearly didn't want to either. I mean, they went but with they it. did. But they did. They did. They, I mean, like... They did, but They, they built the company around her eventually. Yeah. Charlotte should not have been in that match. Um. Fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, WWE, last 12 years, Mount Rushmore, well, yeah, Becky, you know, you can make cases for all the, f- the four women... Asuka. Mm-hmm. Like, where is this company without those five women? Asuka is, in a much lesser sense, a lot like Brock in terms of the, uh, uh, the emergency <laughs> lever. Sure. Like, yeah. hey, we booked ourselves into a corner. We need to pull this lever. Yeah. Um, so we did, we did TNA. Yep. We've done... We just touched upon the women. Um, We've got... I mean, there's so many other things. We yeah. do with the tag teams. You could do WCW... Do we do 
modern, like at the moment. Who you're all right, so why don't we do two more? Yeah. We'll do Well can we do modern? Because if we do like modern active, then it's just like your four favorite people. Yeah, I would I, is that bad? Well it's not a Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is like all time. How about we do like a digital Mount Rushmore where like you can like erase it and like replace the guy? Okay, so I would I say... just want to talk about my, my four favorite wrestlers. Okay, yeah, so do your personal Mount Rushmore then. Of all time? Yeah. Say that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Yep. Punk. Yep. <laughs> You're not going to believe me? Yeah. But I do love that. I do love this wrestler. Yeah. Zack Sabre. <laughs> I'd like to say, hey, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> I love Zack Sabre. Or Dickhead. He's so good. <laughs> um, and then, BD. BD? BD Wong? BD. From Special Victims? Brian Danielson. <laughs> Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, okay. Men does not have a bad match. Except that one match with AJ. Yeah, what was that? It was right after Becky won the Rumble. Yeah. The crowd it, was dead. Yes. They were so dead that Brian Danielson and AJ Styles could not wake them up. You know, what's a worse match? That or the Seth and Dean match where I think it was like TLC or something. It was after he turned heel, obviously. That one sucked. <laughs> and they've had good matches before. Yeah, they have, they have great chemistry. Like, what the fuck was that match? <laughs> I... Do you know the story of the like the one pay per view? I think it's oh, real quick. I'm uh, taking Punk off and putting Moxley in. Okay. Punk Punk's matches are like you know. You're it, you're dislodging CM Punk from your all time. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I thought you move in modern like right now. Okay, so, so it all time Punk's on there. Sorry, Moxley. <laughs> um, Did I see that match? What? There's a, I, it's maybe SummerSlam 95 or maybe Survivor Series 95, but there's a show that's so legendarily bad that it's the show with the debut of Goldust. And maybe it's an In Your House or something, okay. but it's like so legendarily bad that Vince just like takes a, took his glasses off at the end of the show and like his headset and just like fucking horrible <laughs> I want to watch that show okay I want to watch that show because I just want to fucking revel in how bad that because that's got to be a hysterical there's show. got to be a book on Vince and, and one specifically for the sexual assault allegations but in particular when he is like this is bad yeah because like <laughs> for him to think things are bad that that's just like a fucking case study. The drizzling shits. Like, what does he think is bad? Because what he puts on TV is bad. Right. Because then you make the argument that he doesn't know what good is. Right. But so people were attempting to do what he wanted. Yeah. And it was still like Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, we'll watch that one day. Um, uh, yeah, that could be an episode all on its own. The worst, mm-hmm. the worst WWF show of all time. Yeah. 
Should we uh, quickly do the tag team one? Sure. Because I know you're big. We both like tag teams. Tag team wrestling. And, uh, all right. I might need some time to think about this, but do you have a... Glad you brought it up then. Well, I want to think about, like, the history a little bit here. About the history. Okay. Um, this is all time or personal? All time. All time. Um... I think all time is actually easier than personal. Yes. Okay. Road Warriors, uh-huh. who I actually dislike. Yes. I, I don't like the Road Warriors. Uh-huh. Edge and Christian. Okay. Um, Rock and Roll Express. Mm-hmm. And Brain Busters. Okay. That's, uh, a, that's a lot of <laughs> brain busters I just threw in at the end there. I don't know. They, they might be in my personal. <laughs> okay. Um, this, this topic's getting confusing. Yeah. I'm confused. That's fine. Uh, I will, again, all time, not personal favorites, okay? Uh-huh. The Hardys. Uh-huh. Influence. Yep. Longevity. Mm-hmm. All that. Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to say Road Warriors, yeah. right? I'm going to say the Young Bucks. Yeah. And then... I'm like quickly scanning the decades here. Uh, headbangers, no. Uh-huh. Heart Foundation. The British Bulldogs? Like, Influence and... and... Influence, it's such a short run. I, I want to do my best not to name two teams from the same era. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's why the Edge and Christian aren't there. Yeah. Um, you, I wouldn't make this argument. Uh-huh. But you know, someone would say, well, the Mega Powers. The Rock and Sock connection. The Rock, yeah. Like, these are like two gigantic stars mm-hmm. who were in a pretty memorable tag team. Yep. Um, Neither one of us said the Dudleys. Yeah, no. They had a longer run as a team than... Either, I get either that. two in, in more places and one more titles. Don't care. Not for my me. cup of tea. Not for me. Um, La resistance. You know what? <laughs> because I'm a, because I am a fan. Yeah. And I, I think they should get more credit than they probably do. Yeah. Beer money. Beer money. Yeah. I like beer money. I do beer money. I do the Bucks. I do Road Warriors, and I do the Hardys. Boom. Done. Personal would be different. I would fucking go with, you know, um, uh, Sweet Tea and Broder's Clay. <laughs> Is that the same guy? No, different guy. I don't know. Tensai. Tensai and fucking Broder's. Yeah. yeah. If it's my if it's my personal choice, it's gonna be FTR. Sure. Uh, four times. FTR, the revival, the mechanics. Heronbald. <laughs> yeah, Heronbald. The Heronbald connection. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm not happy with my tag team. I'm not happy with it either. Yeah. We'll have to come back to it. Yeah. Because like it... Alright, so... So let's... Before we before we wrap up... Yes. Your... Don't touch me. Personal... <laughs> the name of the show involves me touching you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Vince said. <laughs> That's... Uh, fucking Christ. So all, all, all those NDAs. Yeah. All time personal, yes. You did yours already. It was... It was Punk, Sean. Danielson. Danielson. 
And Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Even I know that's a little bit. Oh, Zack Sabre Jr. I love him. All right. <laughs> I'm like, do I want Zack in there? But I love Zack. I love Zack. Shibata. Fuck it. Shibata. Shibata? Okay. Instead of Zack. Sorry, Zack. Okay. Um, Shibata's like the perfect wrestler. Really? Because I'm about to say who I think is the perfect wrestler. Don't say his name. Who do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> say Fred Hart. No. Macho Man, really Savage. You do, you do love uh, Randy Papa. Absolutely. The platonic ideal of a professional wrestler. Yeah. The allegory of the cave. All wrestlers are imperfect reflections of the Macho Man. Dude, are you going to cry? <laughs> because I'm looking in your eyes and they look like they're welling up. When I do, when I do the voice, it makes my eyes water. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Macho, <laughs> macho Man... Uh, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, it's personal. I'm tempted to say Rick Rude. I love Rick Rude. Um, I'm probably also going to have to say Sean, because Sean was... Sean Sean. Sean is Sean, and was my favorite for, you know, when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm gonna say Arn Anderson. I love I love me some Arn. If if you could combine three of the four guys, not Sean, uh-huh. and made them one person, it'd be you. <laughs> if you think about it, yeah, right. Like, it, you, I say this with all respect. Yeah, you look like you could be Arn's kid. Yeah, or Rude's kid. Yeah, oh, or well, Savage's illegitimate kid. <laughs> I had uh, I had a photo like I had this book mm-hmm. like wrestling photos. Sure. Um, it was like from the eighties, and none of them were like official photos. They were all clearly like like probably fucking a twelve year old Paul Heyman took these photos. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they were like, it was like here's Bobby Eaton at Seven yeah, Eleven. Yeah. And he's got his fanny pack on. He's like waving at the camera. It's like there's one in there that's great of uh teddy long uh-huh like in his zubas and everything nice. exercising it's fucking wild but there's one of rick rude and he's like shirtless in like a red corvette nice like sunglasses like arm leaning out the mm-hmm. i'm like the greatest photo i've ever seen uh-huh. so i framed it and put it in my office at work as an adult as an adult not as a baby, <laughs> as, a baby. as an adult and uh some guy was one of my coworkers was in my office. He's like, "Is that your dad?" <laughs> that's awesome. And I was like, "That's ravishing recruit." I probably should have just said yes to my dad. <laughs> what I should have said was, "That's my dad, comma ravishing recruit." <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you had that. I didn't I'm, know you I'm, had that. I'm, I'm Rick Rude's uh, super hot son from the Hall of Fame that never did anything. His kid, his kid was hot, right? Yeah, remember that? I remember. I'm like, like the, the image is slowly coming back to me. Inducting, he inducted him into the Hall of Fame, and his son is like fucking six five. He's probably like an accountant or something. Yeah, he's like <laughs> the dental hygienist, <laughs> right? Um, but he's built like Rick Rude. He fucking he didn't have the mustache, so he just looked like. A, I'm sure he could grow one. I mean, yeah, like he looked like a handsome, a... you know, modern handsome man, like a Brad, a Brad Cooper or something. Brad Cooper. <laughs> Brad, yeah, is what we call Brad him. Bradley Cooper. Is that his middle name? Bradley Cooper, right? 
No relation like to Keith. A, like, a, like, like a presidential assassin. Yeah. Brad Lee Cooper. Who's that? Harvey, Har- uh, Lee Harvey Oswald? Yeah. Is he alive? No. Is he, is he with us? <laughs> no. no, I think, no. He's, I think he's alive. You think he's alive? He was famously killed by Jack Ruby. Like I'm thinking the other guy. Who's the other guy? Sirhan Sirhan? Nah, man. Like, uh, John Hinckley. Is that his name? John Hinckley, who shot Reagan. He's alive. And may I just say... But that guy should be on the Matt Rushmore. Not Reagan. May, the guy shot Reagan. May I say it next time? Aim a little better, John Hinckley. Who's that? John Hinckley? Nah, man. The voice. I don't know. That's like a voice you came up with? Yeah, I just found that inside myself. You understand why I would think it's a voice of somebody else? You just did a savage impression. It. Yeah. I thought maybe it was like another... Your eyes are tearing up. I don't know. <laughs> you fucking crybaby. <laughs> I don't know shit. Crybaby. We could probably do Mount Rushmore for literally any and all yeah, yeah, I mean, categories, were, divisions. We, you know. we got real... Uh, we were real kind of... Uh, optimistic about how many we were going to do because you were like, like alright well today we'll start and we'll do WWE and AEW and TNA and WCW and yeah. ECW and well we, we didn't do two of those yeah yeah they can be done for another time yeah I think um, so but I, I think you know for me the Mount Rushmore is it's always an interesting fun conversation there is really no I mean I don't know there's no wrong answer there's some clearly wrong answers Akira Tozawa not on the Mount Rushmore Unless you're talking about the greatest WWE cruiserweight champions. Because he was one of the four guys who he won He was that. one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but as long as you are in a certain, like, um, strata, you could probably make arguments for a number of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it does sometimes come down to personal taste, mm-hmm. what you grew up with, what you're aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, like, again, none of us said Randy, but, like, He's probably someone's Mount Rushmore, right? He's probably a ton of people's. Right. Undertaker is probably... He's on even a lot of wrestlers' lists, Undertaker. Yeah. You know? So... You know who definitely would put him on their list? Who's that? Killer Cross. Right? He, he's like, oh, uh... I'm doing a Hunter voice there. <laughs> uh, uh, Taker and uh, Triple H and... Uh, um, Kane, like, this is the type of list that he would have. He's like bruiser, like big fucking jacked up idiots. Yeah, Ryback. Ryback. Um, is anyone a fan of Ryback? No. All right, let's wrap up. <laughs> um, just on the topic of how difficult this is, right? Yes. Um, to do it right and to do it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, your friend of mine, Jim Cornette, who you hate. Um, and I'm not always fond of either. Somebody asked him on his show, like, mm-hmm. who's your Mount Rushmore? And he's just like, that's a stupid question. Because you would have to say, like, if you wanted to do this question any kind of justice, it would have to be Mount Rushmore of technical wrestlers, yeah. Mount Rushmore of um, tag teams in a certain era. You know what I mean? There's just so many different... If you want to... Because Mount Rushmore is supposed to be... Mm. To say Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, you'd have to say, okay, well, Mount Rushmore of, you know, politicians. Yep. Yep. But the only way to do it is to, like, narrow it down to yep. the, okay, U.S. presidents yeah. from 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's been, to there's only, 1900. There's only, like, somehow there's been more than eight presidents. So to get that to four <laughs> yeah. might be a bit difficult. And someone might be pissed off and maybe there's some, you know, uh, um, yeah, the, at the time, yeah, at the at the fucking time that Mount Rush, the real Mount Rush, the real Mount Rushmore was made, there were like twenty presidents. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit easier at that point. Yeah. Um. Here's a question. Yeah. To wrap it up. Yep. Twenty six actually. Theodore Roosevelt was our twenty six president. But go on. Who are who are your who's your Mount Rushmore presidents? <laughs> My Mount American Rush- presidents. <laughs> I got mine. You got yours? Yeah. Then you go first. All right. We got uh, JFK. Yeah. We got FDR. Uh-huh. We got LBJ. Uh-huh. I think I'm... I'm, I'm sensing a pattern here. What do you mean? <laughs> What's the pattern? You're only giving me initials. Oh, shit, I am. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought you were going to say, like, you know, like, uh, presidents who had, like, a pretty progressive... You know, platform and or, you mm-hmm. know, maybe went against their own sort of want and did, you know, went progressive. But, uh, yeah, uh, HBK. Yeah. <laughs> FTR. No. BLM HBK. Yeah. He does love black people. <laughs> uh, and then, um, DJT. <laughs> One of those is a joke. <laughs> DJT or DJZ? DJZ uh, injured Jesse Neal in a match. Or Jesse, Jesse Sorensen. Okay. TNA. It all, it all comes back to TNA. Um, keep that in, though. I want people to know that I'm a big fan of Donald Trump. <laughs> he's a big fan of you, too. No, he he's not. He would, definitely, he would de- definitely let you enter the country. Remember that ban? Yeah. It's fucking day one. Day one! Day Oosh. one-ish. Ooh, we said the same joke when we, I fucked it up. <laughs> Did you say day one ooze? Yeah. <laughs> what, what do they say now? We the ones. Is that what they say? I don't know. I don't watch Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what one of my favorite lines in any movie is? Um, it's a small line. It's from X-Men 2. Okay. Um, X-Men United. Or X2 I, X-Men I United. love that film. Um, Pyro mm-hmm. says to Magneto, they say you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And he gives him this look and he goes, is that what they say? Fucking love that line. It's a great line. Can I ask you wh- <laughs> how you got from what I said to that? I said, is that what they say about the Usos? Oh, it all comes back. Yeah, so whenever anyone says, is that what they say, I hear it in mm-hmm. Ian McKellen's golden tones. He's a gay man, right? He's a, a homosexual. I think you can't say that. <laughs> Why? I think that's like derogatory or something. It doesn't seem derogatory. It, it shouldn't be. <laughs> so, we didn't get to uh-huh. all the Mount Rushmore's we could have done. We didn't even talk about the actual Mount Rushmore of the Bucks, uh, Steen, and, and Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are maybe, uh, uh, we could do a Golden Era Mount Rushmore. Golden Eight. What the fuck do they call it? No nah, man, classic WWF like the eighties. Yeah, yeah, you could do it by decade. You by decade. Eighties, nineties, and that would be across companies, right? Yeah. Um, we didn't really because Savage should be on more of these lists. Yes, it's well, just you just want to do the uh, impression. Yeah. 
Well, do the impression. I hate you. Um, so Don't give I, him the hatred. Yeah. It's what Hulk Hogan would do. Mount Rushmore of indie guys. We yeah. kind of named a bunch of them already, but you know. Roderick Strong. That's not what anyone said. <laughs> I don't even think Marina might say that. I love Marina. I have, I have the hots mm-hmm. Marina. Her matches could be a little bit more entertaining. Got the hots. She's blonde. Is she Se- blonde? Seems mean. She does seem mean. I'm really <laughs> into that. If you can like make me feel bad about myself, but also turn me out, like come on, mm-hmm. brother, tie me up in a pretzel. <laughs> Drop you three or four times. Any any place you want to drop me, bathtub, edge of the apron, <laughs> edge of the apron. The ho- <laughs> it was so funny. The bathtub. Ironically dropping yeah. you in a bath. I just I just had surgery. I need help in the bathtub. Just fucking like pick you up in the bath and then just fucking stop. <laughs> oh man! Slippery and wet. Um, we'll do another one of these. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Let's maybe come up with some sort of categories of topics, mm-hmm. or, or not topics, but you know what I mean. Uh, um. Niche, niches, niches. Frederick Nietzsche's. There's a good uh, boy meets world joke about like, Eric can't say niece, he says niche, and he can't say niche, he says niece. It's hilarious. Okay. Sorry, it's funny to me. Um, Vader. Vader. Boy meets world. So Jake we'll, the Snake. Well, uh, yeah, Jake the Snake. Mankind. Was he on there too? Yeah. That sounds right. Um, we'll go back to this at some point. Um, but next time. Mm-hmm. Maybe, this might be the first time we ever like kick off what the next topic might be. Right. It's uh, Silly Philly from Willie. What? <laughs> Silly Philly from... What's Willie? Silly Philly from the Windy City. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure, yeah. that works, kind of. Silly Philly uh, from the Windy City. Windy Chili. That means chili? I could Chicago's eat. cold sometimes. I'm hungry. What? It's <laughs> chili and I'm hungry. Oh, I love chili. Um, I so, like Chili's. The place? Yeah. The establishment? Yeah, Chili's is a decent establishment. I like it. Is that your phone again? <laughs> Do you remember when Hulk Is Hogan... Marina Shafir dropping your phone? <laughs> the bathtub. Remember when Hulk Hogan got bullied at a Chili's? No, I know, but he oh. deserved it probably. <laughs> Was it post-racist comment? Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. fucking some fucking drunk businessmen were at an airport Chili's. <laughs> Okay. And Hogan fucking got into some kind of altercation with them. Yeah. And there's like a tweet of Hulk Hogan being like, it's like, hey, listen, brother, fuck you. God bless you. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's this whole fucking weird thing. Um, and uh, anyway, he tweeted about it and called them rangy spoons. A couple of rangy spoons were hassling him. Hogan said that. Hogan said it. <laughs> you, you ever think, like, he, he's a real person? I think about that all the time. Like, him. A weird, how fucking weird that this guy's a real person. 
there are people in the world who would say, hey, my friend Terry. Yeah, Terry Jean. Unbelievable. <laughs> him. People see him like at the grocery store. Yes. Somebody is his doctor. Somebody is his doctor. <laughs> someone has all his like HIPAA shit. Somebody, you know? Someone is in is in a doctor's office waiting room. Yeah. Reading their highlights magazine. And here comes fucking big orange Terry. Yep. And he fucking has to turn sideways to fit through the door. Yeah. You know. Comes in, sits down to fill out his paperwork, and this person's like, Is that Hulk Hogan? Someone's checking his balls. He's gotta turn his head and cough. Tag me out, brother. <laughs> <laughs>